this is Coastal News, an unofficial Home and Away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our fictional town, Summer Bay. In this brand new podcast, we're going to be talking about the latest episodes on Channel 5 in the UK and um, getting guests on, hopefully, from other fans of the show so we can share our thoughts and feelings about what our favourite characters are up to lately. Now, in this past week, Mac returns and she finds Chloe and Ryder pitched up right outside Salt with their brand new Mexican-themed food truck. And it just was really funny, I thought, actually, how um, her reaction was so extreme. They thought they were dead clever, having everything, you know, all their permits ready, all but one, of course, the old... um, waste permit that they needed uh, or didn't realize they needed should i say um which soon um sort of kicked off this war between chloe and Ryder and mac and actually i felt like those scenes that were dotted throughout the week we had the mexican music in the background really added sort of a light element to the to the show this week which was really good and fun actually um even though um, things did go a bit sinister when Chloe faked the old rat in salt and cleared it all out and got her shut down for the week. I think Mac's character at the moment obviously is going through quite a lot. Um, you know, the last thing she wants is a business failing. Um, but I think deep down, really, is she with that word at the moment about her sort of professional life when... Um, her personal life is so up in evil, I'm not too sure. I think she's just in the mood for a fight with anyone and everyone. And um, Chloe and Ryder push the wrong buttons at the right time. So, um, yeah, that was really interesting how that um, sort of unfolded throughout the week. Um, and actually, when, when Chloe and Ryder came back with um, their permits all in hand and she couldn't really say anything... Um, yeah, you know, it was quite it's quite an interesting sort of ha I told you so. I think she got I think she got her um fair comeuppance in the end though by um Ryder eventually having, you know, had sense spoken into him from his grumps alf, um, that he needs to go and offer an apology at least and he ends up sort of handing over the week's taking or the day's takings, wasn't it? Um, that they took that day while Salt was closed, I thought was was a fair resolution. But I can't imagine this is the last we've heard of this taco war. Um, but no, it's it's nice. It's it's a nice sort of light story considering how you know all the dark stuff going on in Max's personal life at the moment. Um, was the fake rat necessary? I'm not too sure. Um, Chloe is an interesting one. I know she's she's fairly new. Um, but as she's been coupled with Ryder, a um, bit of a soft spot for Ryder. I think it's because he's um, he's part of that Stuart dynasty. Um, we, we like Ryder and I think a lot of people online, when I look at internet forums, a lot of other fans like him as well. And I think um, she's sort of changed his character a bit since, since they've been dating and been hanging around. And I would never imagine Ryder to be behaving like this if it wasn't for Chloe. So not really... The, the jury's still out about how I feel about about the way they've behaved with Mac and, and this whole salt losing their job business. I, I, I don't think it's Ryder's um, usual behaviour and usual scene. Um, and I, I, feel, I think Danny probably does feel a little uncom- uncomfortable about behaving that way. And, and maybe that'll cause problems for them too going forward. Who knows?
in other uh, areas of the bay this week we've got justin getting increasingly erratic about anything and everything and anyone and anyone um, he's um as we the viewer know he's got a little bit of a problem with his um painkillers and his pain management and he's got that stash under the bottom of the of the drawers there um now i'm loving this story i think james stewart is doing a fantastic performance it's been really well written and the build-up to this moment this week where leah has discovered it you know during the whole arguments on and off arguments that they've been having about this trip you know will they fly will they drive you know why is he you know need an extra prescription and all the rest of it and and his sort of cover-up of you know he's realized he's not going to get that much medication through the airport security so you know he's tried to manipulate the situation and, and leah's not stupid right and, he, you know, when it all comes out that the wedding's off, which we'll come on to in a moment, because that was a bit of a shocker, um, you know, Leah's gone to unpack everything. She's found the pills and she's not happy. He's been lying to her once again. Um, and, you know, he's, his attempts to, to explain why he's got so much medication was a little weak and I don't think she's buying it. Leah's an interesting one. She polarises fans, I think. I think people either really love her because um, she'd been there so long and she's part of that old world home and away um, or people hate her. They they they, um, they find her really, really annoying and they don't really like the way she reacts to stuff and I've noticed sort of on online discussions uh, this week about this bit, it's the same. She, she, she often polarises no matter what the storyline is, which is interesting. I, what, what really wound me up about her that 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 bit though was where how um, she went and then went for out for a drink with dodgy Stevo, you know, it was just dodgy as, um, and poured poured her out out to him about it all, and she she barely knows him. I just thought that was really really strange. So we're we're leading into something there. Um, I mean, she did try and sort of. She went to the diner first and sort of tried to have it out with Irene and and sort of get it off her chest there. But I mean, Irene's not going to go for a glass of wine with her, I suppose, is she? So there we go. And talking of the wedding, of course, um, Christian's continuing existential crisis led him to that skydiving place, which was just the most random thing ever. Um, but of course, with the accident now with the with the girl at the skydiving place, he's ended up missing. Um, the trip to Victoria. Now, this, another, something else that had me sort of a bit, you know, shouty at the TV this week, because Tori's rightly upset, I feel. I completely get that Christian has gone through this really quite, obviously, dramatic, and, you know, he's nearly died, this whole, this whole thing with Lewis, and the whole try to kill him, and I completely get it. It's changed his outlook on everything. Um, but it's not like he was going to be late home for tea that night because a patient came in. They were on their way to a wedding and another surgeon or doctor or whoever could have taken over the reins from that point. It was It's your wedding. I just feel like I, I, I sided with Toya really. And Toya's one of my favourite characters. And I, I really did feel empathy towards her in that situation because putting yourself there if you were about to get married to somebody and they didn't want to go because they felt 
some weird natural calling to help this person it's just odd and he's being really vague in in explaining why he was at the skydiving place to her and i don't think she is in a place where she's understanding him enough to 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 die you know to dissect and analyze why he's doing stuff so um i'm really really gonna be really upset if tori doesn't get an happy ending here to be honest um you know as as it stands the wedding is off by the looks of it you know We've got Brody and Simone um, somewhere in Victoria who's done all this prep and Christian doesn't really seem to care about affecting all that. Um, so he's disappointed me quite a bit this week, to be fair. Um, you know, and hopefully they manage to get down the aisle. Whether he deserves Tory at this point, I don't know. I don't really think so, to be honest. But I'm I'm, hap- I'm open to, to changing my mind about them. <laughs> Now, I'm going to have to discuss this model storyline. It doesn't seem very popular with other fans of the show that I discuss uh, things with online. Um, but this modelling storyline between um, Nick, Bella and this evil modelling world that seems to have um, infiltrated Summer Bay um, is just pants, isn't it? I, really, I find watching these scenes a real chore. I can't get through them. Um, I, I'm not quite sure. It's all just a bit random. Um, and I think it's... In the overall plot line, it's obviously a vehicle um, to get... To, to split Bella and Nick up. Um, and um, I think that's where it's heading anyway. I think in these signs we're getting already, Nick's getting all the attention. And poor Bella's just been sent off to get the coffee, you know. Um, at some point, Bella's going to flip, and shouty Bella will return, I'm sure. Um, and I, I just, I just think, it, you know, this whole thing is leading to breaking them up. Whether we need it quite in such a fabulous way, I'm not sure. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just praying, praying this storyline just gets on with it and gets, gets away and done, um, because I really struggle to relate to it, to be honest. Um. The obviously we've got like Emmett's hanging around. I think he's going to get involved with Mac a bit more. If they had that one night stand, um, but definitely the way the way it's heading, um, it is it's looking like a Bella and a Nico split, which I'm not looking forward to. I quite like them together as a couple. Um, obviously now in, in Friday's episode they introduced this other sort of issue based storyline element where, um. Nick's been introduced to appetite suppressants, so there's going to be an important body image message, I think, um, to particularly the younger viewers who watch the show. Um, and I think that's an important story to tell, and I think soaps do that really well, and it's important soaps do tell that story, so I'm willing to put up with it for that. Um, I just hope that Nick doesn't go too far down the wrong the wrong path. He's turned out to be a nice young gentleman, you know. Um, we've also got um mr president gets a text mm, from our friend susie so obviously we've all been trying to track susie down leah dodgy steve as we're calling him and um john on and off um he's although he's obviously still very affected by what's happened with the whole susie 
drama and her fleeing time with everyone's money. Um, uh, but he's looks like he's been reached out for a text message. Not quite sure whether it is Susie or whether it is Dodgy Steve-O just round the corner, just texting him from a, an unknown number. Who knows? Um, I guess we'll find out in the coming episodes, but I think this is going to be one to watch. This is going to be quite an exciting storyline. That's it for the first episode of Coastal News, this unofficial Home and Away podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm hoping in future episodes to um, include some other fans of the show to discuss it with me so it's not just me talking at you. Um, so reach out if you if you want to get involved and we'll hopefully upload every week um, the week's episodes. So, so keep listening. Stay tuned. Thank you.